Good morning, everybody. It's Mike Landy here with the 5 for 5 Day Podcast. Today is uh, Sunday, June 28th. Uh, it's a Sunday morning, and I uh, just got back from from uh, church. Interestingly enough, uh, the churches here in New Jersey had been closed for almost four months now, so uh, it was the first time back. It was a little bit different. <clears throat> Interesting the way things were set up, and interesting the way it's kind of developed over the last couple of months. Uh, Just a reminder, you know, the the philosophy behind this whole five for five day thing is to measure yourself and kind of uh, tend these five areas each and every day. Uh, You know, a day is a a manageable time period. Everyone can can focus on making today a, a little bit better than it would have been without your focus. And those five domains are uh, physical, emotional, social, intellectual, and uh, spiritual. So that's really what we want to what we want to focus on each and every day, just to make sure that we are tending to our our needs in those areas. Are you physically taking care of yourself? You know, are are you are you socially devoting enough time to the, the loved ones in your life? Uh, are you in touch with your emotions? Are you are you experiencing? The, the wide array of emotions that are available to us uh, intellectually are you are you learning and challenging yourself each day and then spiritually that's kind of the one I wanted to focus on today I don't think I've I've done a podcast focusing specifically on that and uh, getting back to church today made me made me think a little bit about it uh, I don't want anyone to think that when I say spiritual I mean strictly religious uh, that's that's not what I mean anybody who has who has witnessed the the tremendous beauty of nature knows what I mean. Um, in this four months that that I haven't had the time to to go, I wasn't I'm not that I have the time. Uh, the four months that I wasn't able to go to church, um, I had to find other ways. I had to find other ways to to get in touch with that spiritual side. And a lot of times it might be you know spending some quiet time by yourself. Uh, other times it was getting myself out in nature, you know, a couple of couple of mornings watching a sunrise on the beach or uh, just observing the nature, or, you know, the springtime nature around my house, you know, the birds in the yard. And uh, I have a little friend squirrel now that uh, my wife has been feeding and he's pretty fearless. And whenever I sit on my front porch, he kind of walks right up to me. He gets to, you know, gets within like a foot or two of me. We're trying to get him to see if he can take some food out of our hand, but we haven't quite gotten there yet, but he does come pretty close. You know, you, you get in touch with something like that and you realize like, wow, what a, what a spectacular, um, spectacular world we live in filled with mysteries and all this, this, uh, beautiful, um, it's a beautiful world that we, you know, we really need to, to make sure that we appreciate from time to time. Um, but like I said, you know, to, to me, getting in touch with that spiritual side, doesn't mean religious for a lot of people it, it does for me it's a combination of both uh, I I found that um, you know there, there's this big wave now there's there's apps for teaching people how to meditate and uh, I'm, I'm a, a principal and one of the big things they've been pushing the last couple of years in schools is teaching kids mindfulness and uh, it's funny but like that's exactly what happens to me in church you know I, you, you get there a little bit early you sit down and it forces you to be quiet and be with your thoughts, and you're in this, this you know, beautiful building that that has artwork in it, and it's it has it's accompanied by music, and uh, you know, there's stained glass and there's stone and wood, and it becomes this uh, this kind of different experience. You 
you sit there and you become humbled and you realize that, you know, there are lots of things you don't know and that's okay. And you're, you're part of something that is, that is bigger than you. And, uh, and that's what I used to get. Like I said, this, this idea of, of everyone pushing people towards mindfulness and meditation, and that's kind of what church does for you. Uh, you know, you, you sit there and it, it forces you to, to quiet your mind and, and be alone with your thoughts and kind of get rid of some of those distractions. You know, you don't have your phone out when you're there. You're, you're not looking at advertisement. There's not television. There, there's not, um, you know, lots of bright colors flashing in your eyes. But you do get to kind of revel in this this beauty and this solitude and this quietness. I, I once heard, you know, a church described as, you know, being in a forest. You know, you think about it, you're in a forest and you, you get overwhelmed by the nature and there's the the tall trees and the canopy of the leaves and and sunlight peeking through there. And that's kind of what a church looks like to me. You know, you're in there and there's big stone towers and the uh, the sunlight trickles through the stained glass and 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 speckles the the entire place. And it, it, there, there's a lot of similarities between between those two things. Uh, but I will tell you that not being able to go there once a week, my discipline to 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 make myself meditate and 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 be one with my thoughts and and be humble it was challenged you know you know that life goes on and you're you're busy and sometimes it's it's very difficult to find that scheduled time to sit and think and ponder so my discipline along those lines uh were were tested it's um it's some place where i feel like each week you can go sit and and recharge and and reconnect and uh and then once you, you, you have a, a built-in time period, you know, that hour a week, it makes the other six days of the week uh, a little more uh, kind of user-friendly for, for developing some more time like that, that early time in the morning, sit and, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to use the word meditate because you know, everyone has different connotations about all these things, but some quiet time with yourself really does make a difference and it makes you appreciate the world around you. Um, I was, you know, I was one of those people who were a little stunned by the government's decision to close down churches, and it was, it was a little frustrating, and it was one of those things you never thought that something like that could happen. You know, it's an infringement on your rights. As a as a history teacher, it makes me think back to uh, some pretty terrible governments who tried to eliminate uh, religion. You know, the the communists that, that took over Russia in the you know the twentieth century, or Maoist China. You, you, they try to squash out religion, and you, you, you always wonder, is there some ulterior motive for this? And, and you know, of course, everything is blanketed in the concept of safety, but, you know, when it's closed for, for this period of time, uh, you, you do have to consider all of those things. you got to give people that, that kind of free will to go in there and examine whether it's too risky for them. Um, church was kind of interesting today. They, they did a few things backwards. They... Um, they didn't have everyone come down the center aisle for communion. They made them go down the side aisles. I guess that uh, added some social distancing. You were seated when you went in today, and everything was spaced out. Every other row was was blocked out. So uh, we originally were told last week that the capacity of the church was fifty, which is kind of ridiculous. You think of most of the you know big Catholic churches around; they they can handle way more than that. And then I think at the last minute, maybe later on at the end of this week it was expanded to a hundred. So there was, there was definitely a hundred people there uh, today. And um, 
they had to get there early. The other thing that happened that was interesting is once everybody's in, they lock the doors, which uh, which I thought was interesting. I guess they don't they can't have people walking in late and not being seated properly, and uh, so they had to make a decision to do that. Um, had to wear masks, and uh, I guess that was pretty much it. There wasn't there wasn't too many changes in the in the normal mask, but it was nice to get back. Um, but closing it down all this time just made me ponder one one question. You know, they, uh, if the churches were allowed to be open during this last four and a half months of this pandemic, with restrictions, with these same restrictions that they had today, and uh, people were, were sent home from their jobs, and they were furloughed or they were laid off, and everyone had all this time on their hands, and they were stuck in their homes, how many people would have rediscovered their their church or rediscovered religion or that spiritual aspect of their life. If that was the only thing that was available, uh, it, it would have been a, a huge boost to the churches. I think you would have had all of these people flocking back to the churches as they do in, in times of, uh, you know, national crisis, you know, I'm sure right after nine 11, the amount of people attending church went up whenever, whenever people are reminded of their own mortality and, and they're reminded of the fragility of life, I guess. They all of a sudden make that move and you start to see people going, going back to church. So it, it's interesting to me how, how, how much more strengthened the church would have been if it was allowed to be open during these last four months. So that was one of the things that we decided uh, was an untouchable right and we're not going to mess with it. And we're just going to keep them open and you know follow some, some normal social distancing rules. Um, I think it would have been, you know, tremendous. Uh, but anyway, we're just closing up on this. Uh, that that spiritual aspect of your life, make sure that you're you're devoting some time every single day to take care of that. Uh, I, I believe that all five of these areas kind of work together in like a synergistic fashion. But uh, if you neglect one of them, it, it does tend to uh, to harm the other ones. And and. and you know, our goal here is we just want to be the best person we could possibly be every single day. And I think you only do that by by making sure that you're, you, you get in touch with that spiritual side of yourself on a daily basis. Uh, and that's all I want to talk about today. I hope everyone's having a great day. Uh, remember, get out there. Have, have yourself a five for five day. Uh, we're in this beautiful spring. Well, I say springtime weather. It's actually summer already. So we are uh, we're in the, the months of summer and we are looking to make it the best summer we possibly can. So uh, have a great day, everyone, and we'll talk to you soon.